Normality's been restored. Little baby girl? Yeah. She's nice, met her. She's nice. She's nice, yeah. yeah. She's a good egg. Yeah, her and your, your other half are all fine now, like you say, that's uh, obviously good. Yeah, happy days. Um, there is one important thing I have to ask you, George. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, this week I have got a Brewdog IPA, the postmodern classic. What about you, Cal? I've got a blue VK. Yeah, how's that for you? Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of the old days. Yeah, we used to drink a lot of VKs. We did. Probably a few too many. We did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The good old days. Yeah, so obviously we've had a couple of week break. Uh, our last episode was the What's in the Bag. Yeah. Quite a lot's happened since then, not just uh, Cal becoming a dad, but the golf's back. Yeah. The football's back. The football's back. Well, I've had a couple of golf lessons. Nice, yep. Uh, We've played a few times. We played a, we played a couple of times, yeah. Played a couple of... One decent round-ish. One terrible round-ish. Mm. Not not terrible. Just, Both were distinctly average, I thought, for me yeah. anyway. Yeah. Some nice shots, but some too many lost balls. Yeah. Honestly, uh, the amount of golf balls I've lost in this... And this three-week break is ridiculous. Yeah. Too many. And too many nice ones as well that I bought. I bought some, uh, I bought some lake balls. Just some Shrixen AD 333s. Mm. Yellow ones off of, that, off of eBay. Nice. Good choice. 24. I, thought, I can't afford to keep buying brand new balls. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I bought the trees. I thought, I'll just get some cheap lake balls. They were pretty good. Good price. I bought the... Um, I think it's the ERC soft with the yeah. triple track in yellow, and uh, they're really nice. Cause did you? You've got a new putter since we did the what's in the yes. bag. Yeah. Haven't you? Yeah. Well, it's the Odyssey. Um, Sabretooth is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the Odyssey, Odyssey Sabretooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice. It's got a super stroke grip on it. It's, yeah, nice new grip. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just a lot more confident with it. I think I've been hitting nicer putts as well. Yeah, I'd say so, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think the triple track helps. I've also got the Bridgestone... E12s in E12 red. E12 in the matte red, and I can't see them on the course. Yeah, because we, we played at the weekend, and Cal hit a nice shot uh, on a par three, bunker left, it went straight in the bunker, and... I made a classic joke. <laughs> I said, uh, that is plugged golf. And it was. And it was but plugged. I, you could only but see I, I could, like, I'm walking up to the bunker, I could see, because it was red, distinctly see the red in the, in the yellow sand. And you were, where is it? And I was like, it's literally it's even on the on the next hole. I think I hit it to the back, back of the, the green. green. Couldn't see it, it. Right on the bank. Oh, big red. <laughs> big red patch. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yellow is your colour. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sticking with the theme of the pod, I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah, we like the yellow. Yeah. Well, I'd say my AD 
333s. I've got in yellow as well, so. Are they the ones we've got on order as well? Yeah, I think, yeah I think we were going to order those. We were either debating those or the um, the soft fill. But I think we we opted for the 18. I think they're the same price, right? Three, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we'll be we'll be getting some of those um, soon. Hopefully, all logoed up. And yeah, with our little quite nice. PG with the earphone yeah. logo on. So, they yeah, look pretty cool, I think. Yeah, look out on social media for those, and we when might do a few giveaways for them as well, if anyone fancies them. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably get lost by us, and maybe oh, by well. our listeners. <laughs> Don't know how good some of our listeners are, but yeah, no, I think that'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you yeah. use them on the putting green. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of club changes, I've, uh, since the what's in the back, uh, gone for quite a big club change. Uh, We've been quite drastic, <clears> hasn't it? Yeah, I've... If you remember from three weeks ago, I had the M6 from driver, three wood, five wood, five iron, down to sandwich. I've recently sold them in the last couple of days. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're recording it on a Thursday uh, this week. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so you sold them, I sold them earlier this week, didn't you? I sold you? them earlier this week. I'm sending them at the beginning of next week. And I've ordered, uh, I'll just do a little quick what's going to be in the new bag. So yeah. I've ordered Simmax Driver, Simmax 3-Wood. I've ordered a Gapper Mid in the 4-Iron Loft, which is 21 degree. Mm-hmm. Thick, but it's changeable, so if I'm hitting that maybe not long enough, I can change it, loft it up to a 3-Iron and down, I think, as far to a five iron. So I've got so I've got quite a nice range in there, and I've also ordered the uh, P seven nineties in five iron down to pitching wedge. So quite a drastic change for me. I've still got my Vokey design fifty two degree, and I've still got my um, tailor made mill grind two sixty degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be keeping them. So at the minute. I've got one space in the bag. I haven't, like I said, literally ordered the clubs today, the P790s and SIM stuff. So they'll be coming because they're, uh, I've got them in a stiff shaft, all, all in a stiff shaft, and the irons I've gone for a half an inch extra length. We'll explain why later on. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain as to why I made that decision Yeah, in in a bit. But So, so that's what I've gone for. And... Because they're sort of, in inverted commas, custom-built clubs, mm. um, they're going to take... They're, so they're on back order of a week. So next weekend, I probably won't have any clubs, so I probably won't be playing any golf. But um, hopefully the weekend after, I'll be able to get out and uh, see how I get on with the new clubs. So as I say, I've got one space left. I did have a five-wood before, but I've now gone for a four-iron hybrid sort of thing. It's a shame because you were hitting the five wood quite nice for. Yeah, most of it. I mean, it's it made the become inconsistency. That you I need it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I, so, I've I need to get the fifty six eventually. So that that is something I'll need to get. And then there's, I think there might be. I think my pitching wedge in the P seven nineties is going to be forty five degree, and then I'll have a fifty two degree. So I think that might be the space that I'll need to fill think that might be a bit too much of a gap so I think I might have to have four wedges in the bag yeah so I might have to get like a 50 and maybe get it 
bent down to a 49 or even get a 48 degree wedge, like an approach wedge. So I have the 45, 48, 52, 56, 60. I think that's probably going to be the space that I'm going to have to get because the P790s are stronger lofted than my M6s. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've been hitting my wedges appallingly the last few weeks. Yeah. Pigeon wedge has been the way forward because it's been so dry. Anyway, I've yeah. just been getting them on. But the 60 degree, I can't hit at the moment at all. Mm. Yeah. Just thinning it every time. Which is so frustrating. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like I say, I'll explain why I've chosen, made my decision with my club, with the extra length and the different shaft. In a bit, so that's because I had a lesson, a couple of lessons, and I think I think probably you might benefit from having a couple of lessons just to get that sort of yeah. body shape right and the impact right. Because I think that that might be quite. That might be a thing. I see how much of a difference it makes with your game first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, no, we'll judge that after the weekend. Yeah. So, as I said, the football's back. The golf's back. Football's back. By the time sport tends seems to be sort of coming back. We tend seems like we're coming out of this sort of lockdown period now. Shops have reopened. Sort of getting towards the end of it. I think. Hopefully, we're getting to sort of light at the end of the tunnel now, isn't it? Hopefully, we'll um, by the time this episode's out, we'll be both be celebrating good results from over the weekend. For yeah, yeah. So as Cal said, we're recording on the Thursday this week. Um, so that's the eighteenth today. This will obviously be coming out on Monday. Um, you've got Norwich tomorrow. We've got Norwich on Friday. Tomorrow, you've got Villa on Sunday. Villa on Sunday, yeah. Oh, I just really hope we come back the win because we yeah we were playing well up until the. Yeah, we, we had a bit of a dip in form, so and I've I've said it for the last couple of days to people at work. It's, it's you can't take form into account because no, it's yeah, three. It's, it's longer than an off season. It's yeah. uh, you don't know who's going to have taken this well. You don't know who's going to have taken this badly. You don't know where any team is going to stand. You don't know how how teams are going to cope with this. Well, we watched two games last night. Well, well, one and a half. Well, yeah, I thought the uh, I thought the the quality was poor. Yeah, I don't. I mean, City were obviously the best team last night of all, but Arsenal yeah. were appalling. The first game, the quality was atrocious, yeah. and the quality in refereeing and. Yeah, so, <laughs> <clears throat> I don't want to get all VAR. And this isn't a football podcast, but. Uh, no, I, I don't see the point if, if one lot of technology is failing surely use the other technology yeah, to help. help yeah surely and they could have stepped in within seconds yeah there was plenty of stoppages or uh, enough time after a stoppage to step in I think they have to look at the way it's used um, yeah I between this and next season I think I think that, that with a lot of things I think a lot of people aren't particularly happy with how VAR is being used. implemented yeah it's, it it's weird because I'm all for it if it makes the decisions, if it makes the correct decisions. Yeah. Or, and it's clear and and if it, but it's if anything it's made them or made the grey area bigger. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the middle. The the sort of controversies haven't stopped. That was the whole point of it. But like I say, we're not a football podcast. <laughs> the golf is also back on. The golf is back on. Yeah. Um, I saw 
on social media the other day that they were thinking about actually I think it might have been even before before the golf even came back they were thinking about miking players up I think they might have trial around it last weekend to be honest didn't watch any of the golf last weekend I couldn't tell you whether they did <laughs> I think they did but I'm not sure I'm pretty sure I, I heard someone talking about Justin Thomas or someone being miked up last weekend but I think uh, what, what do you think about that having certain players miked up to talk to the commentary team or just to hear their thoughts uh, if I was a player I wouldn't like it I don't think I would really you can't concentrate but I think no, I no, Justin Thomas was commentating wasn't he that was on the that was on the charity match. So I do think you think he, that gave the idea? I think it. I think that was part of the idea because they were all because that was the uh, champions match, the one with <laughs> Tiger, Phil Mickelson, yeah. Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady, and they were all mic'd up talking to the commentary team. So I think that's where the that's idea thing, sort of came in a from. Competition. Yeah, that where was. where there's real millions on the line. Well, they want to be concentrating. They won't want to exactly. Be. Yeah, I mean, I as a fan. I don't, yeah, I, like I think it, I think I like the idea. So I think, but didn't they um, looking at it from their side? I don't think I'd like it. Who was it that did Brad Friedel or someone do it in goal once in one of his last games or someone? I saw on a, I saw in Australia. The ref was he had been refereeing in the A League. Yeah. For like however many years, and he got a job in the Championship. Right. And they had mic'd him up for his last game in the A-League. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking to the commentary team, like, explaining his decisions and stuff. And that, I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, I'm not... Oh. It's like in... They do it in cricket as well, don't they? Where they have, like, the captain or someone on the boundary next to the sort of commentary box and he's sort of chatting. Oh. Yeah, I was just having a look. I, I think, think, as a fan, I like the idea, but... Yeah, he would. Brad Friedel was mic'd up. When was that? Yeah, 2018. I wonder if it's... Might have been his last game or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, like I said... Because that, that would have been... It's interesting from a fan's uh, yeah. perspective, but... It must be off putting. I just... Yeah. I, I mean, you just wouldn't be able to give your full concentration yeah. to, uh, to the golf, I don't think. Because in the charity match, I know a couple of times Phil sort of hit a bad shot and yanked the earpiece out and was saying, oh, there's interference and that's mucking my golf shot. So I think like, that's something to take into consideration because if that is happening... Uh, I mean, it might even be in your head. And it yeah, it's exactly, different yeah. to what they've what normally, you're used their to, normal yeah. set up and whatever. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that would ever come in, personally, but I'm going to be wrong. Well, I say, like, as, from the fans' perspective, I think it's, it's good, but... Be interesting, even oh, if they've done, think... done more of the charity matches and stuff. Yeah, they could do that even like even throughout like the off season. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Like, and I, I enjoyed watching that match with Tiger Woods, Payne Man, and, and whatever. So I think that was a good. I think that's a good format because you could get the insight at that point when there's not much on the line. It's just they're raising money for charity. They're out there to have a good time, playing with friends, effectively. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I've said before, I know Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth are all really good friends. So that might be quite an interesting one to sort of have them three go out on a round, all mic'd up, have it on TV, maybe raising money for 
a charity of their choice or whatever, mm. playing it as like a skins match or something. Like, I don't know. Something yeah. to think about, maybe. Yeah, something different. Yeah. Well, I think it's just uh, do a few or a couple of service announcements. Um, so one, if this episode does sound different, we've actually moved um, to a different sort of recording studio space. So instead of doing it in one of the offices at work, we've got we're doing it in a in a little lodge in our in the, my garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, socially distanced still. Yeah. So we just trialing it, and it should be easier for us, especially with the the baby. It should be little, easier for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should be a more relaxed environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that if that does sound differently, it's something that we'll we'll look at and try yeah. and get it sound as good as possible. Um, another is uh, the release dates and recording times and everything. Um, as I said a couple of times, we're recording at the moment. Thursday, it's releasing on Monday, and now the golf is back on telly and we can watch it. Uh, we're going to try and record on a Monday and release on a Tuesday morning. So. Um, try and get them edited and, and released overnight, uh, which should it should be fine. Yeah. Should be able, uh, we should just then be able to review the the weekly golf and stay as topical as we can. Exactly, yeah, stay yeah as up to date as we possibly can, and also with football back as well. We'd like to have a chat about that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just another little thing that we can add in. We're having the weekend football. Yeah, definitely. Although it's going to be every day. Yeah. From uh, from tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, that's just a few little bits. I think we'll uh, just take a short break now quickly. And then when we get back, we'll talk about more in depth about my lesson and uh, just cover some other little bits just in this little recap episode. Welcome back. This is part two of today's episode of the Club to Golf podcast. George, you said you had a couple of lessons. How they been? Yeah, so I had a, I had a couple, I had a couple of lessons up uh, with a friend of mine who's a pro, and um, he's got my swing a lot better and more consistent. But the problem is with my old clubs being the graphite shaft in a regular, <laughs> they're for a senior, mm. and I'm a twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> Man, large man, powerful man. It's quite powerful. So he recommended that I get uh, a KBS steel shaft, Mm -hmm. half an inch longer with a stiff, in a stiff shaft. What was the um? What was the benefit of the KBS over the dynamic gold? Uh, To be honest, he said to me they'd be cheaper, and they were. Okay. Uh, no, that's, li- that's literally all so it not, was. So no difference in performance? Uh, not not enough not to make it work. So it was £20 extra a club mm-hmm. for the Dynamic Gold. Yeah, that's up. And it was like, uh, if I'm going to get five to pitch and wage, that's six clubs, then that's ended up being £120 ex- extra. Pounds. Mm. So it's like, is it really worth it for the Dynamic Gold? Not really. So I went with the KBS. Uh, I went for the standard edition, not the tour edition. Um, so hopefully... Hopefully they'll be they'll be decent. Um, so what he said was, I've had two lessons in the three weeks that we've had the interval, and uh, the first lesson was sort of him watching me and getting my stance correct because what I found was my stance was aiming too far right, too far right, too far right, where I thought I was aiming left, 
to benefit from my slice. Really? You were facing yeah. one way? Yeah, so my so my my left foot was in front of my right foot without me noticing. Yeah. So we had alignment sticks down and I was keeping my legs keeping my feet straight to target and keeping my shoulders and my hips all that was the big thing from the first lesson keep your shoulders feet and hips all together facing the right direction where you want it to go and also I was still too close to the club too close to the ball sorry so I was that's why I was again coming across down yeah so and getting that slice you weren't gripping down on the clubs were you to stand close so you were standing close but yeah too upright like not 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 too much but as soon as he said just take two inches back honestly I was striping them and then but they're all they're all turning right and he just said right okay so he said now let's get your stance sorted so we sorted out my stance so um, when he sorted out like your feet your hips your shoulders did that then like that eliminates you aiming left to compensate does that keep everything straighter I kept everything straight we kept my we kept everything facing to the target so we knew what was where the dispersion was and he said the problem is now after the two lessons I had at the end of the two lessons he said let's not book a third lesson for the minute he said let's wait till you get your new clubs because you're hitting them nicely you've got the swing your swing was perfect and the problem was as well I was coming up on my back swing but I was sort of arching it then up and then coming back down at a steep angle uh, whereas okay. I needed to make it a bit more fluid yeah like more of like a circle like, like a circle round whereas I was sort of straight back straight up straight down like a triangle I was almost doing yeah. and then we made it more into like a circle swing rhythm Most which is yeah. which has made a lot of difference I think what we got a what we've got to do because we both our shot shape are pretty similar yeah they're both I mean certainly recently I've been getting some height on the shots which you definitely do yeah yeah I really and um, and they go right a lot of the time mm-hmm. so I think when we next play if we try and implement because that again should work it's just a natural thing isn't it your shoulders hips yeah feet just straight I think we try and take our time. And that's the thing that he said. Shots. That's the thing that he said to me. He said, "Make sure." He said, "It takes ten seconds yeah. on the tee box and on the next hole, on the next shot, and the next shot." He said, "Don't just stand up to the ball and hit it." He said, "Take that ten seconds. Make sure your feet are aligned in line with each other. Make sure they're aiming to target. Make sure your hips and your shoulders are in line with your feet, and you and then you're coming back and through." in that sort of round motion rather than the straight up down. I mean, I'm sure so many people can relate to how many times do you sort of line up to the ball, you take it two or three, maybe four practice swings, but then you just shuffle forward. You don't don't even look at where you're facing really. You don't look at how sort of you're lining up. You just... That's it, I'm done with practice swings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, yeah, that's enough. That's as much as I need to be. Exactly. In that shuffle forward... So many things can change and your, your body shape can alter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think this week it'll be it'll be quite nice to try and implement that on pretty much before every shot and just try and see if there is a difference with with the shot shape like that. So we're playing on Saturday, and also that'd be quite good for when we do change. Because obviously we work weekdays, yeah. weekends. If we can get out and play, hopefully we can have a chat about that 
on the podcast. So that's that's another benefit of doing the Monday recording. But like you say, if we both just sort of, if I sort of just explain to you what I've been sort of doing in my lessons and whatever, then it's it's exciting to do. But like I was just saying, so the problem was I was getting the swing right, yeah. But the dispersion was. Some left, some right, some straight, some right, some like. So he said, the problem is now, we don't know what's the shaft and what's you. Mm-hmm. He said, so come back after you've got your new clubs. Yeah. And we can work on what's you. Because now we know what's you, not the shaft. But now what you're also going to have is a less forgiving head. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's the most forgiving. The problem is, I, I've thought now, I'm going to get a forged head. Yep. That's the most forgiving that I can, mm-hmm. so that I can improve while keeping the clubs, and hopefully they'll still be usable when I improve. So yeah, now, definitely. so hopefully now I've got the right fit. I don't need to change the clubs for X years. Do you know what I mean? Like I can keep these for four, five, six, seven years without needing to change because they should still be playing my golf. Well, so what um, what handicap bracket are we looking at with the P seven nineties? I'm not sure actually. I think maybe like a mid to low. Yeah. Maybe like a sort of somewhere in the teens. It's a sort of teens to teens to twenties. It's a sort of thing if you can um, if you can improve with those clubs. Exactly. Yeah. Then you know you you're going to be a better. To be honest, if I can get my handicap down to eighteen, I'd be happy. One shot on each hole. Mm. That that would make that would I'd be yeah, I'd be able to move that. Do you know what I mean? That that would be that would, I, that would be amazing. And uh, we're not members anywhere at the minute. Maybe in the future we will. Who knows? But at the minute, I'm using an app. And I think it's twenty one pounds fifty for the year mm. to upgrade to the premium, which I think I'm going to do. Probably, probably this weekend to be honest. It's might make for the sense. For twenty pounds, I think, and then you can when you input your scores, it comes out with a handicap for you. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So I think for the sake of the twenty pounds, it's better than having a membership and having to get a handicap that way. So it's not like an official handicap, but it give me a good idea of where I am and where I'm heading and how I'm improving. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think that's probably worth doing for me. Um, shout out to the. So the app is Hole 19. I find it's the best. I've got an Apple Watch. It's a good app, so isn't I, it? I, I yeah. like it. It links up well to my Apple Watch. It gives me good distances without having to keep getting my phone out. But also has the the sort of Google Maps image of the whole four meter fine distance to a point, which is nice. I like that. I think once I get my new clubs as well, just a quick one on that, I think I'm going to go for a proper gapping session. Someone that's a pro maybe that's got a GC quad or a or track man that I can really get a good indication of right this is how far I hit X club so I know my distance is really well I mean that might be a nice thing as well as the lessons it might be a good, good thing for us both, both to do, do yeah definitely because yeah. um, my clubs all clubs I've got them in it will be what I have for the next year yeah definitely yeah, so, yeah. Um, be nice to know do you know yeah. what I mean so we can then when we're out on the course like I've got 145 yards in I need to hit X. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
I think that'd be. I think that'd be enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, that can only help us improve. Yeah, definitely. Um, and once I do improve, then I can look at new clubs, and maybe we go. You know, maybe I go again. <coughs> exactly. And, yeah. And do that. You know, maybe do the cycle, custom fitting thing, and yeah, that that'd be a good thing to talk about as well. Like that's the thing. It's, it's all, it's all positives from here up. It's all positives, but the problem is it's all money as well. Yeah, I mean, the good thing with where we work, obviously, you guys know we work at Golf Base. We do get quite a nice discount with tailor-made for own use clubs. Yeah. So it's, it's a very nice figure. I'd really, really looking like at it. looking at what I get. What, how much I've just oh, paid the P790s compared to what there are on the P8s. It's a great, great deal. I'd, I'd love to try Cobras, I think. Yeah. I don't know why. I just... Got the Arcos in as well. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I, I was looking at Arcos last night on eBay. I did. a first-gen set of Arcos. I'm, I'm very tempted by it. It's about 100 quid. It's not bad, is that's it? That's not a bad investment. <clears throat> that's what I thought. That's But... I bought my Apple Watch so that I can have distances, yeah. and that was sort of part of the reason why I bought it. Like obviously, I wanted it anyway, so it, and it sort of helped that I could get a decent app. That's all paid for, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's onto the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. I don't know. It's it's uh, PayPal credit. <laughs> yeah, like the PayPal credit. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's uh, definitely something to think about, though. Maybe get an Arcos, just get the little screw-ins on each club. Definitely. Especially, especially with the new clubs, there might be something. For a hundred quid, it might be something that I'd look into actually a bit more, a bit more seriously. So, what do you think the best case scenario would be from your next lesson? Like, what do you want him to be able to sort of tell you? Or I want to get my. Correct. I want to be able to hit straight shots consistently. Yeah. The consistency is a big thing because mm-hmm. if I can consistently hit a shot straight, then there's no worry when I'm out on the golf course. There's no, there's no, oh, am I going to, do I need to compensate left? Do I need to not compensate? Do I need to aim straight? Do you know, if I know I'm going to hit it straight, I'm going to aim straight, I'm going to hit it this far, I'm going to hit it well. And that's the thing, it's the confidence yeah. of hitting the ball yeah, well and straight. And that's the, uh, that's, that's, that's the main thing for me. I think that's what I want to get out of golf in the next year, 18 months. I want to get... Look, I think my first target for a handicap is 18. That's my first target. To get under 20, 18, I know that I've got one shot on each hole. That's that's my first yeah. target. We've once got the new clubs and they get bedded in. But like I say, even <clears throat> like I was saying earlier, so I've obviously I'll have driver, three wood, um, gapper as the sort of hybrid slash four iron sort of thing. I'll have five, six, seven, eight, nine, pitching wedge, 52, sand wedge, 60 degree putter. So that's 13 clubs. I've got space for one more. Like we were saying earlier, we were speaking about at work. I think I'll play the remainder of this year with what I've got. And then next year I can say, okay, well, I need a wedge that is going to gap between my pitching wedge and my 52 because there's too much of a gap there. Or I'm going to think, okay, there's too much of a gap between my three wood and my four iron. I need something in there. So that's that will be one of the two gaps I get. It might even turn out that I probably don't need a 60 degree. I need the wedge and the something in the middle. It might be yeah. a two iron. It might be a, a another another sort of hybrid maybe. I don't, I don't know. Speaking of two irons, so since um, 
since our last episode, I think I've played you had four times. So I only just it. bought it. Actually, yeah. right of the day, I think we recorded the last pod. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I've just... played it like four or five times since, and I, honestly, I've hit it quite nicely. Um, again, inconsistently, but when I've hit it, I've hit it well, and uh, it's a high launch one, so it is more like a three iron. Three iron, yeah. But um, but get some distance. Well, that's it. so. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is nice, and he's in pretty good nick, actually. Yeah. How much did you pay for it? Uh, I don't think it was much. I think under £30, mm. I think. There's bargains to be found out there. There is. Yeah, I mean, second-hand clubs are so good. I mean, they... Especially when you're looking at clubs that people have used. For example, <coughs> you selling your uh, M6s. Um, they're in great condition they've been used for a year yeah but there's so many people out there that will sell their clubs after a year or so especially when the new clubs come out yeah yeah uh, you get the certain people that are <coughs> you know changing you know most years but um, you know yeah. there's there's some really nice clubs out there and some bargains especially if they go <coughs> the on an auction or something you can yeah definitely yeah I look at the ones expiring at, at night you might be able to get a, I I you like Facebook Marketplace, don't you? Yeah, that's where I sold my irons. Um, well, that's where I sold all my golf clubs. So I think there's different places. I really enjoy Facebook Marketplace. I think there's some bargains to be found on there. I'm a member of quite a lot of uh, golf club and sort of attire and items selling and buying pages. <clears throat> so that's actually where I sold my M6s. And I think I sold them at a very reasonable price. Someone's got good set of clubs that were have only been used for six months really because yeah, I got them in May last year I used them up till about October didn't really play much between October and like and February because it was quite wet and then not at all really to exactly maybe use them month ago. maybe use them once before lockdown maybe twice and then since lockdown I've used them so maybe six seven months use out of them I've had them for a year so They've got a pretty decent set of clubs. I've kept them clean. I've cleaned them maybe after every 10 uses. I mean, so realistically, yeah. I mean, there's some clubs that you've barely hit in there, probably. I mean, so you're not not too big a fan of your 5-iron and stuff yeah. like that, are you? So, I, don't I've, I don't think I've hit the 5-iron much out on the course. Maybe a maximum of 10 times. Maximum. I think maybe the 9-iron, I don't think I've hit much. Oh, really? I like a 9-iron, actually. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Bayview where we're playing Saturday is just a small, like I think there's it's four, almost like a part three, four par fours, but small par fours, yeah, and uh, three uh, and five par three, sorry, um, but not, I use my nine iron quite a lot around there, especially on the the shorter holes, yeah. um, just like a three quarter swing, uh, three quarter swing, if the nine iron does it for me quite nicely actually, yeah. I think I've hit that shot. The last three times on the on the eighth and parred it okay. nicely. Because yeah, um, yeah, I just find when it, especially when it's windy, um, the no, no, cuts through the wind a little bit. The pitching wedge. Yeah. When I hit the pitching wedge, I found the bunker um, just in front of the green a few times. So it's just quite nice getting over that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a nice little Yeah, it does the job considering it's only literally like two minutes down the road. So if that. For everyone that doesn't know it, that's not local to right here, it's literally a nine-hole golf course. It used to be a par-three course. 
it's on a campsite. Pretty much, yeah. And to be honest, for what it is, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. For like, if you take it for what it is, it is a brilliant course. And it's we're just so lucky to be like where we live. It's just down the road from each other. We have Bayview about two, three minutes drive one drive way. down that one way, and then uh, Lockbridge um, Golf Club, which is the same distance the other the other way. Yeah. Um, and the McDonald's. And yeah, the KFC. And the KFC. Yeah. Happy days. But yeah, I mean. And even where we are, we've got we've got access to very good golf courses as well. We've got Willingdon, Eastbourne Royal, um, the Downs, Eastbourne Downs, Wellshurst, Eastbourne National, Uckfield's uh, a very nice course. Lewis, um, within an hour's drive, in sort of any direction, well, you've got <coughs> not south. No, 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 you can't go south. No, no, um, the, the sea course. <laughs> yeah, no, we, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we do all right for golf courses, so handy for this. Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. Um, so as we said, uh, this was just like a little catch up, really. Um, a little post break catch up, yeah. Yeah. Just, um, rather than jumping back into it with a big. Sort of project. That's it. We had a, we had enough to talk about with your lessons and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so ne- um, so this is gonna uh, be out on Monday, mm-hmm. um, and then the following episode from that will be released Tuesday. That episode should, fingers crossed, be a little bit different as we should have our first plugged golf guest. Yeah, it's uh, quite a special guest. Uh, special close C- to our hearts. CEO, director of a multi-million-pound company. Shh. <laughs> um, very good friend of ours. I would say so. Yeah. We've well, seen him drunk. I've seen him drunk. I've seen him sober. I've seen him sober. <laughs> uh, An all round good egg. Yeah, so it's David Harrington. Of uh, Golf Base fame. Of, he's our boss. He owns Golf Base, one of the two owners of Golf Base. Uh, but yeah, we'll have him on. We'll have a little chat about. Uh, his journey his through golf. Journey through golf. How it's got him to where he is now, owning one of the top five golf retailers in Europe. I think we are. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think. It's a bold statement, but we'll take it. I think that. I think that's where we are. I think we've always. I think what I've heard is we've always been top five. We're never going to break any higher than that. Yeah, basically, we're one of the biggest under armour stockists in, especially in golf. Yeah, pro- yeah. Pro- we're probably the biggest golf Under Armour stockist apart from Under Armour. Probably, I'd have thought so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about his terrible dancing. Yeah, we'll just have an all-round chat with him. Yeah. Let you guys get to know him. Hopefully, we'll try and get out on the course with him at some point. Yeah, maybe we'll speak about that on on yeah. air and try and get the best reaction out of him. As well. yeah. we'll try and get him to pay for it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, yeah, so that that'll be next. Uh, Tuesday, uh, yeah, yeah. Next Tuesday, um, but yeah. So trying to catch you there. So should be should be good having a guest, a third voice. Yeah, it'd be nice Great to monotony. Yeah, it'd be nice for us to sort of interview someone as well. Yeah, we've got a couple Definitely. of other ones possibly lined up as well. And if anyone does want to be a guest, let us know. We'll yeah, drop us a message. Yeah, if it, if you've got an interesting story to tell, 
Also, if you want to ask uh, David Harrington a question, yeah, uh, send him in over the next week, and uh, and we'll see what we can do. I'm sure he'd be up for ask uh, answering anything. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's happy enough to answer anything. Like yeah. Um, but uh, let's round it off as we always do. Uh, you can find us uh, on Instagram uh, at plugged underscore golf. On yeah. Facebook, uh, we're Plugged Golf. On Instagram, oh, sorry, on Twitter, it's Plugged Golf Pod. Yep. Uh, where can they find you personally, Cal? Twitter, at Cal Stone Street. Uh, and I'm on Instagram, at Bakes98, B-A-K-E-S, 98. And on Twitter, I am George Baker underscore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've got any questions, any questions for Dave, any questions for us... Uh, I want to send us any money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drop us a message. Uh, email us, plugdgolf at gmail.com. Nice and simple. Perfect. Uh, so, this is the last Monday that we're doing, as we said. So, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Love you.